Welcome to Conversations at Bedtime with Sam and Ryan. I'm your co-host, Samantha, and this is... Ryan. We're married. And... <laughs> so it appears. You may think this is some some kind of weird, you know, podcast, as Ryan just mentioned before we started recording, but no, the kids are in bed, and so now we can just be adults and talk. The kids are in bed, so now we are now we podcast. Now we're free. Free. And don't get me wrong, we love our baby angels more than life. But they stay up late, and I need sleep. And there's certain things we just can't do in front of them. Or watch. Like, I mean, I can't drink. I'm drinking this amazing eggnog with questionable... Um, moonshine that you're doing. Oh, you're doing, are you doing moonshine, yeah. This apple pie moonshine, but it has no brand name on it. Hmm. Can I try? And you're, yeah. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. Oh, that is good. There's not a hint <laughs> of alcohol in that one. Oh, which is perfect because it still <laughs> tastes like Christmas. So now we have a little discussion about moonshine, whether or not it, if it means it has a lot of alcohol or not. And I say it, moonshine doesn't necessarily mean doesn't necessarily mean you have high alcohol. But. And I'm just saying that I think I'm just concerned if I'm going to go blind or not. I don't know if that's in the alcohol process or if it's some sort of weird grain that goes bad. I don't know. I just don't want to go blind. So that was my only concern. Most people don't want to go blind. Had no brand name. No. No. Brand name. no it just said alcohol <sighs> spirits. Like spirits. That could be anything. What kind of spirits? Could it could be, be a ghost. It could be Casper. So, anyway, I digress. So, like that kind of stuff. Because one time Sebastian went to school and he was like, and everybody was like talking about health foods. And his teacher's like, what's one of your, what name a health food? And he raised his hand all proud. And he said, beer. And his friend was like, um, he actually. Wrong. He ain't wrong. Beer is not a health food. And he said, yes, it is. My mom and dad drink it all the time. <laughs> so that's what I mean mm. by it's bedtime. Now we're, you know, free. Uh-huh. Um, and my beverage this night is, um, I don't know if the title is this. It's a Hop Valley Cryo Stash Imperial Indian Pale Ale, which supposedly is brewed with cryogenically frozen hops or something like that to cut the bite down but whatever the case it's delicious Ryan and I went separate ways um, in the beer <sighs> department because I can't that's like mm -mm. I don't like super super bitter IPAs I don't. I don't want to feel like I'm sucking on a the a pine tree of a pine tree because that's exactly <laughs> what it tastes like. And I like just... just squeezing the juice out of a of a pine mm -mm. cone. No, I like I like some sort of distinct flavor, like a fruitiness or some sort of. Um... There's nothing in that like that. In this one, why do people that like this one's not sure that one? You're uh, you're a regular everyday hashtag hipster. No, like, I'm not. There's no, no way you can get I'm anything not. from I'm that IPA Shh. other what are you than. About? The and, uh, I'm sorry, that was a reflex. Did you hear me? Pine. Yeah. I, 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 I shushed you. Yeah, not, I not know. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna let you cut a, I was gonna cut you a break on that. Just because 
my reflex is to yeah, shh, that, can't be loud. To be shushed. We can't be loud because the kids will wake up and then. What about me looks like I'm one to be shushed? And then our evening is gone. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So we decided that we're going to talk tonight about um, like the concept of what is hope, right? Yeah. Um, I think the reason we talked about this uh, initially was because um, current events are that. We have a what is it not? It's not a new president. It's president a, elect. President elect. What? Well, but he's not. So the the verdict's out on whether or not we get to keep Biden or not. But what do you mean? Well, you know, he's not stepped into office yet, and there's oh. contention and all that stuff whether or not you know. Sure. Because you know, votes could be fake. <clears throat> oh. Fraudulent votes. Mm. I mean, I don't think so, but I, I'm just saying that's just the contention. But oh. anyways. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, having a new president is like having a uh, kind of a new start or a new page, mm-hmm. right? A little bit, yeah, absolutely. You know, a little bit something different, but just just a little bit. Oh, do you want to lean in on that one? No. Well, yeah. I mean, even the the term president elect feels hopeful. I mean, or it doesn't. I guess there's that too. <laughs> you know. What does it mean? Not mean hopeful. What do you mean? I mean, it doesn't have to be hopeful, obviously, for everyone. <laughs> oh, you know, sure. But yeah, in general, whether it's whoever <laughs> it is that sometimes that's there, listen when you get a new president. Sometimes people are happy, other people sad. That's just the breaks. Been it's okay there. I I told you the story, but I'm gonna say this again just because it's on the podcast. But like, I remember I was at work at a different at a different job, and I um. Uh, we were working the election night, and and it, it was the gosh, it was, it was it was for the second term of Ob- of of Obama. Two thousand twelve. Yeah, I think about two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. And and, then, and this lady, like, we're watching election, and she's watching. I think it was was it Romney. Uh, yeah. See, she, and that's the problem. You're watching and Romney. Like... No one remembers the losers. Um, Romney, Romney was. Behind, and he was losing, and Obama was winning, and this this coworker of mine lost her ever living mind and started crying. She was literally crying because Obama was winning, winning a second term, and she just made it sound like she made it sound like like she was gonna go home that night and she wouldn't have a home, like Obama would have taken her home. That's silly. You know? So. Or killed, or like he would go in and kill one of his her relatives. It was, uh, it was like so, like it was like heartbroken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny because you know, uh, Obama ran on the on the campaign of hope, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, was, was it just hope, or was there something else? And change, I think. Was but the, was the tagline just hope, one word, or was I it something know. hope? No, just hope. Okay. I think. So, <clears throat> as we have a new president. I would say me and Samantha are hopeful, um, and if not excited, dare I say titillated? No? Titillated. I'd have to look up that word before <laughs> going with that, because that seems maybe not. I think there's a nope on that. But. Anyways, there's some excitement, and like, you know, um, just, what would I say? Um, uh, j- almost, like, not joy, but like, relief that yeah relief relief that i don't have to deal with the current president for too much longer 
Hopefully, knock on wood. I don't know. You never know. Mm. But, um... But so, uh, as it brings up the topic of hope, um, as we are here in 2020, um, so it's, uh, what is it? It's it's November 10th of 2020, and uh, almost we're almost there. Almost my birthday. Almost your birthday. Be thinking upon that. Me? Or the, or the audience? You. Oh, maybe the audience can help me out with a possible gift. No? Okay, we'll talk about that later, audience. The audience of our moms. <laughs> <laughs> All two of them. Uh, Maybe just one of them, because, you know, anyways. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, wait until you get to our podcast <laughs> called Mother-in-Laws. Ooh, look forward to that one. Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to want to subscribe now. Um, 2020 has brought, I think I think most people would agree, is, it's, been, it's been crappy. It's not been great. It's been horrid. Horrid. Um, I think people. I. I think honestly, at this point, I think those 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 Mayan calendars were wrong. They're all thinking that two thousand was going to be the one that it was the end of the world. I think twenty twenty mm-hmm. has been like Their math the closest to our apocalypse. You know, like we have. Uh, when did we? When did it start? Do you think it started with COVID? Mm-mm. What was the beginning of twenty twenty? What What kicked oh. us off? Oh, beginning of twenty twenty. Yeah, COVID. So mm-hmm. COVID. Um, obviously. For me, well, it was Leo dying. But that was 2019. But, yeah. But, but it, it leaked into 2020. I was already feeling pretty. Sure. I was just trying to say in general. Shitty by. Like the general populace. But yeah, you're right. Like Our dog, Leo. Beautiful golden retriever. Best dog you ever had. I mean, he'll eat anything if your back is turned. But other than that... <laughs> You know, <laughs> and yes, and dragging your bras out for guests, like specifically underwear and only when guests uh, are there. I have holes in my shirt. It looks like I like I live with moths. Um, but it's just Leo. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, that was the beginning for us, and then COVID. Yeah. So COVID hit in March. Mm-hmm. Um, I I uh, our I was actually both of our jobs. We were uh, remoted at that point. Yeah, I remember the last. We were at a meeting, and we were talking about like the next. Because I work at a preschool, and we were talking. We were in some talking about some meeting that we were gonna have in the future. I don't know what it was, but you know, somebody was like, "Well, do you really think that we're gonna keep going?" And they're like, "We're just gonna plan as if we are." And then we were walking to the the car, and then they're like, "Oh, we just got the call. We're out." And I'm like, "Who gave the call? Where'd the call come from for you?" Um, I mean, I know where my the archdiocese. Oh, okay, I think. yeah. So I guess we should. Should we preface this that we're we are based off employment? We don't have to say where we're employed, but yeah. Okay, so we both work for the Catholic Church in some aspect. Sam works more in education for a preschool, mm-hmm. and I work in youth ministry for a church. For a church that is the same church the attached same church. to the school. But Did not everybody at the church goes to the school. No one cares. I okay, yeah, no one knows about this. Anyways, so yeah, we get the call from our diocese, basically saying, "Well, our, our, what's, ours wasn't actually a call. Ours was first an email that was like, hey, watch a video coming out. And they watched the video of the archbishop that came out. And which was really weird that he recorded the video, but, and that's how he broke the news to everyone. But um, for us, internally, it was an internal video. Anyways. Yeah, so um, at that point, we were told that um, uh, going home, it was a Wednesday, I remember that for me. 
uh, and that uh, you know we would not allowed to go back to work. I can't remember if it was like strict lockdown. Like, what do you remember what it was? Was it a strict lockdown at that point? Um, just that we weren't going to work, not that we couldn't leave our house. Um, you know, <laughs> I was already getting out my mask. Mm. I'm like, uh-uh. You didn't have a mask. I got one. Immediately? Yeah, from Sebastian's uh, doctor kit. Because every time we go to the doctor's office, what did you do with that mask? sneak some kids' masks. Hmm? You so took they his were mask little kids. They were little kids' pediatric Mickey Mouse mm. mask that mm. I had stolen from my six-year-old's doctor kit. Sure. <laughs> As you do. But I wasn't playing with no virus. That is my... Worst fear, like that's your worst fear. That's I, not true. Like, like her worst fear is spiders. No, when it comes to like that, when it comes to the end of uh, the world situations, my like movies I won't watch are deal with like biological warfare. I can't. What are you talking? Really? People getting bombs dropped on them and then breaking out didn't boils. You, well, hold on. Like didn't you watch? From everything. Didn't you watch the stand with me? I thought you watched the stand with me. Part of it, and then I couldn't anymore. Oh. Because, mm-mm. So I'm surprised I'm as composed mm. and reasonable as I have been. I am surprised you were as reasonable. With this <laughs> virus. <laughs> Anywho. So we're both... Anywho. Yeah. So yeah, but actually COVID. before that, oh, a little ahead. before I remember, because remember we live, you know, in the northwest. Sure. Of the Pacific. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I remember we were at the zoo when, um, when we and I knew that somebody was sick. You know. What are you talking about? When we were, when I had heard of COVID, like I can't believe I was even at the zoo. Because Atticus, our son, our youngest son, Sebastian was in school, and so I took Atticus to the zoo, and he went and kissed the metal lion, you know. Sure. In front of the... This is way before there was an outbreak, though. No, but no, it was a huge outbreak in China, and then it had come over. This is I think when... you mean China. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so it's just crazy to look back at it now, but it seems like it's been forever. Um. And... Yeah, but so that was... Okay, so yeah... That was, was before, so February. that was in February, mm-hmm. which is fun, fun fact. I took a group of kids yeah. to the, what do you call it, in the epicenter? Uh, uh, you're thinking like, I don't know, patient <laughs> zero is <laughs> what zero. you're like. So like, uh, one of the first people, zero. the first person that was acknowledged to have COVID oh. was in Seattle, Washington. And I mm-hmm. took our kids, mm-hmm. um, a group of teenagers up to Seattle to do service ministry and... I was, and I had known, I heard that COVID was like we had known that it was a someone there with COVID, but everyone was basically saying, "Oh, don't worry about it," because no one at that point, I think it's just him that they acknowledged that had COVID. There was a, a slight hesitation on my part. It's like, "Ooh, do I really want to take? Like, what if it's not? What if it, it's really serious?" But see, and I again don't play with viruses, and I was like, "Nah." I did have the kids' hand sanitize a lot, but. Um, Ultimately, no one, I mean, it was fine because it hadn't actually uh, broken fully out in the U.S. yet. It was That's just... always nice. Yeah. I think by the time we left, there was probably like three or four people that had had it in Seattle, but we were, Seattle's rather large. And you were in downtown, so... 
And when the person who had it was in a hospital, so the, the idea of but it's, yeah, who they came in contact with, but then they were in all but the things. They're with teenagers, and they lick and touch everything. They do lick and touch everything. So. Um. Anyway, so back to 2020. So we had COVID. Yeah, right, right, right. Fantastic. Right. Still going on. Current, current events. What else is What else was going on? It was kind of agree all at the, the time. hurricanes and all. The, oh. you know, all the devastation, the wildfires. Wildfires came That's in like been that here. was was that July? That, that was July. Haze. That's August. Yeah. Before then, we even had stuff. In September. Before even the wildfires, there was things going on that was wrong, right? Uh, everything's been wrong. In 2020. Um, you know, and so with just COVID alone, like, brought a lot of people's question of employment. We ran out, people ran out of toilet paper because somebody bought all the toilet paper. <clears throat> we're still kind of not great in the toilet paper department, if I'm no, we honest. Were, I, thought they were, I thought we were good, okay. I mean, yeah. it's touch and go. Here's my question with the toilet paper. Why not just make more of it? Yeah. I don't understand. Like, what? Well, I understand that, like, they weren't expecting toilet paper to go away, but, like, maybe they what is don't it? have enough manpower. It's toilet paper. Doesn't it just produce its. I, well, no. Where's the documentary to, on toilet paper? I would assume <laughs> the people to run the mill to make the toilet paper, they you weren't, have to have enough. They weren't locking them down yet, though. Have to have, because that's the whole point of, like, those. Um, what of the, those bills or whatever they are to ramp up, you know, when they wanted them to start the government to start making masks. Mm. That was like, I think the government somehow pays Acquired. for something. What? So for a part of that, about? you can't just, they can't sure. just start making a bunch of everything. They, they have to have the manpower sure. and the money. Yes. Yeah, what so. does that have to do with toilet paper though? Because you just said... Why can't they just make more of it? And I said, because they need, like, more people, more money to make more, you know. But it's like a business, right? So if a business goes, like, all of a sudden, so, so if I'm making croissants, and all of a sudden people eat all the croissants, I'm like, well, let's make more croissants. But there's just three of you. I don't know why I went with croissants. The croissants <laughs> and there's a line of 80 people. You know what I'm saying? Make more croissants. So, sure, whereas you. if you have other people, so you're saying the demand was too in, high. They're sending in people. They're giving you money. You know what I mean to help you make your croissants. They're giving you a machine. I'm so good at analogies. Okay, Do you hear here's this? here's a here's a follow up question. So, to whoever bought all this toilet paper for, and hoarded it. Did they continue to buy it once it came back, or absolutely. did they just live off nope. the toilet paper? No, absolutely not. Because they had not, bought so much toilet paper. You were not familiar with that kind of Costco privilege. You know, I know. I know people in my family and yours. <laughs> what? Who will mm. never hear this, mm. so it's fine to say mm. that they stock up in all these closets filled with papered so, goods of wiping of some sort of way. Toilet paper, paper towels, All napkins, of it. Mm-hmm. tissue. Oh, see napkins. See, that's how you know what side of the tracks you're from. Your family had napkins. That was the only thing we did at birthdays, like when we had guests. <laughs> Love, that's that's a really weird thing. You no, didn't have napkins. Not the paper napkins that you have. Did you have non-paper napkins? Actually, yeah, we had those at Christmas. We brought out the but nice non-paper napkins. Oh, cloth. Uh huh. Uh-huh. We just use that at Christmas. Well, cloth is fine. It's even better. We didn't have napkins, is my point. That was a luxury. You also don't have tissues. What's up right? with that? <laughs> That's toilet paper. you got paper towels and toilet paper. They cover all different... <laughs> this, this will be the part... I want to mark this. This is the part of the podcast she's going to regret later and go back. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have <laughs> talked about 
how I use uh, toilet paper for no, tissues. No, I'm just, I'm actually, if you think about it, your family contributed to more waste in the environment than mine, so. I don't think that's true. It is. How so? You still have to use the same amount of things. You Wrong. still have to blow your nose. Wrong. You still have to wipe up whatever mess. No. You're still using the same. Here's You're why. just using a, 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 one Here's product instead of several. Why. And I'll tell you why. And okay, I'll tell go you ahead. Why. Because school me with your ta- your toilet paper. You'd also rip each piece of toilet of not toilet paper. You go all you go full hog on that. However much you want. Full hog and toilet paper <laughs> on what? What part are we talking about? Bum or nose? Wherever. I don't know where you're coming from at this I point. I like a lot of toilet paper. For what are we talking Anything. about? Anything or paper towels. That's my problem. You know what? You're right. What were we talking about originally? I would like to say that we have officially derailed when it came to toilet paper. <laughs> I was just saying, who would who would have guessed that when the apocalypse came, that oh, toilet I, paper would be the thing that I people feel were like, like a lot oh, of people. no, no, water. Everyone I goes, just oh, don't water. think people need There's to hoard it. There's tons of water. There's no toilet paper. Like, I only bought one. You know, were you allowed to buy two at one point? I still bought one. I remember that they called about like it's huge. People were like, did you get toilet paper? Did you get toilet paper? Let's get mm-hmm. that and like, no. But then it was like, it was like uh, for the first initial reaction is like, why would I care? And then the second one's like, oh no, should I have cared? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You should have cared. Um, yeah. So toilet paper, COVID, uh, COVID. Uh, wildfires burning all the northwest and all the west coast really. Uh, what else? We is there? went on a trip to eastern Washington. Mm during the wildfires and we left our house the morning that the wind started happening and then bringing all the smoke in so we kind of missed the smoke when we got to our airbnb it was beautiful (laughs) on a lake there was a beautiful beautiful scenery the house was amazing we got private access to this beach because we airbnb makes it sound so fancy no but this one was perfect we rented a it was a the owner ran it was like ryan ran except you know, ran his whole church and all what? the property. Oh, that... and he I wouldn't had, say and they perfect. Had the, they had, yeah, it was great. We had this whole beach to ourselves because the summer camp was closed due to COVID. We got to kayak, fish, swim. Like, they had their, like, it was perfect. We, all the deer. I saw quail. I didn't even know quail lived in Washington. I don't know a lot about birds. Okay, so the actual part of that part was great. Yeah, all the deer. The only... Well, I say negative side, mm-hmm. and this is really going to make it. That's where I'm going to get the glares, and that's fine. You can glare at me all you want. Wow. Was the, the quality of internet was lacking. Oh, that was bad, and the beds were awful. No, no, I like the beds. Oh, you're like that. I forget. They were hard as stone. What are you talking about? I felt First like First off, Wilma they were Flint a good stone. six feet off the ground. That's cool, because it makes you feel like a queen in... You know, shit like that. But Who doesn't I, want to feel like a queen? I, I couldn't sleep. I My back hurt. I was sore the next day. I like you a know? nice, firm uh, bed. I like it. Yeah, so anyway. I don't like too loosey-goosey. <laughs> but when we drove back from there, it was um, so hazy. I had never, like, just out. You couldn't see anything <clears throat> but the little bit of road ahead of you. And Ryan had his mask on because he has allergies, really bad asthma, and so yeah, it was okay. Just... So another on, on on same like kind of context that was that we were there for a wedding, okay. mm-hmm. um, but we couldn't 
the, we were like the day of the I was like I was watching so we got there like a, a week ahead and it was watching the news and I was like that looks like we're gonna hit smoke on the day of the wedding that that Saturday I'm like we're this it's gonna hit smoke sure enough that morning bam like full-on smoke yeah <clears throat> and we're like I don't think we can do this wedding. We came all this way for this wedding. We have four kids between my sister and I and Ryan. And so, yeah, we... That was a weird kind of... Between the sister and I and Ryan, it's like, are we sister wives all of a sudden? What happened there? Between my sister's family and ours. Between... You know, so we had four kids. We have four mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so that... Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, we haven't even gotten to the hope aspect. No, we're going to get there. All right. So, yeah, it's been a crazy year. You were talking about, okay, so then we, you, you, you tied up the wildfires. Haze. It was awful. I feel like I'm definitely Breathing. missing a world tragedy, and I'm, 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 I'm forgetting what that There's is. There's a lot of massive, people dying. A massive lot of... unemployment, massive death, massive life, um, a lot of, like, oh, fear and hesitation. Black Lives Matter. Oh, there we go. <laughs> about the... There's a huge one. What was sometimes that you, one? Sometimes you forget what about the things that, that matter. One? In this case, it was Black See, Lives. And, that we now we, and now you know, like, apparently, like, Anyway, one of the largest like civil rights unrest like thing that like it all culminated um, with George Floyd and um, just and Breonna Taylor and like I mean all that stuff. It's just like so here you are. You're already locked down. You you're already some people are you know you're upset because you can't do the things you want to do. Me being an introvert, I'm fine. <laughs> but everyone else is upset and livid, and they just think want to go out and do stuff. Uh, we lucked out. We have to be able to. We were blessed to be able to uh, have uh, continue our work remotely. I didn't even have to like legit. Like I didn't have to do anything. I just got paid. Which yeah, I keep is saying great. that. We'll hope that her employer doesn't listen to this. Um, no, I'm serious. She. I mean, I. You know, I said, hey, can I help? Like I helped in little ways, but. But I mean, so we have all this thing that has this worldwide pandemic situation, and on top of that. People just can't stop killing black people, so... Oh. Uh, and it's, like, ridiculous, like... I mean... I'm all... You know, I, I know. I'm a different... You want to explain... Why do you, you... How do you want to come at this Black Lives Matter thing to define it? Um, we don't need to really <clears throat> define it. Everyone knows what Black Lives Matter means. Um, Are you trying to get me to say that I'm black? No. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I just meant, like context and stuff like yeah context for people that can't wait you're black you know what you'd be surprised i'm surprised right now no some people don't know i just thought you were tinted (laughs) (laughs) that was the most racist comment i've said so far i was gonna say don't worry i didn't know i've got about felt uh, it felt mm, like fine but i'm like i'm like two-thirds through this beer so that's probably why (laughs) yikes anyway so yeah i mean that really sucked, you know. Yeah, um, but it, you know, like friends. Oh, family. friends! Oh, over the. This, over, yeah. I think that's funny that that there's certain things that I find hilarious in this series. One, a pandemic is political. Also, that black lives and black people are political. Like, like the fact that whether or not you consider black people people, or that that you consider that. The history of our United States and where, how how we came to be, and like you're coming at it from a different way, love. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're coming at it from a way of uh, 
knowledge and understanding and acceptance of facts and history. Like, here's the thing. I love that people thought, like, all the, when this whole Black Lives Matter, it was actually going on. Black Lives Matter was going on before, I think, George Floyd, right? Sure, yeah. Um, but then George Floyd hit and it kind of, it was kind of this pinnacle thing between that and everyone, just, everyone's already upset and with the, with pandemic and whatnot. So it just kind of boiled to the top. And, and I think, um, with, I don't think it's really honest. I, okay. I'll take that back. I'll take that back. I don't think it's just the pandemic that did that. I think the fact that there are multiple instances <laughs> of, um, injustice happening towards, uh, black people who are, who died, who didn't have to die, and, and all tied to like, you know, um, police and like, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think there was a lot of that at once, and that just spiked, and that and that um, people had enough and stuff like that. So I don't know. And where being I was, in lo- you know, in lockdown, everybody could focus on it. You know, it was like everybody was is usually busy with their own lives. You know, everybody's at home with nothing to do. People were shocked. People were shocked. They're like, no, wait, what? I didn't think racism existed. I thought we ended that a long time ago. And I've had that conversation with many white friends. I'm sorry. You almost bit up your beer, but it's true. (laughs) No, some people don't know. It was done. You know, I think Civil War ended that thing. And now now we've been good since then. Like, why are we still talking about that? That's the kind of the thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. I didn't, what are you talking about? That's not an issue anymore. No, it's it's been an issue. It didn't go away. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so Tupac sang about that in the nineties, and what he's been dead for like thirty. Well, what? No, not thirty years. So that was that. You know, that was that was the big one. That was the one I forgot. It was Black Lives Matter. That was the big issue. Kind of huge. Twenty twenty. I still haven't seen. I would that say video almost. And I'm never going to. It's hard to say, like, okay, so yeah, you have a worldwide pandemic, but Black Lives Matter, that thing also, I guess, is that second place? It feels not second place. I think the fact that the things that came out of Black Lives Matter was worldwide attention on the United States, which was, everyone's already looking at the United States as all the things that we're not doing great, I guess, you know? We're not doing fantastic, you know? Hmm. So, um, there's that, and so... The, I don't know. Our handling of the pandemic and Black Lives Matter and stuff like that hasn't been great. So, anyways, all this fun negativity stuff to kind of bring it back to hope is um is a question like so what is a good question asked now as we are kind of at a, a point in in our time that we the majority of people would say could find something that they are uh, disappointed with, but. That there's so much going on that there's a lot of negativity and it, and it ponders the question is what what brings us hope like how do we get hope in these situations like do you are you hopeful can you be hopeful in these situations um i think you know like hope has always been like this like thing like people talk about uh it like like it as it's something that you just have in the back of your mind and regardless of all the things going on in your life that you should be hopeful, right? I think hope comes out of like small miracles, small things that like you don't even think about that happens. Like um, uh, in the middle of a pandemic, I would say, I mean, in, 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 in while this whole like huge issue of racism and Black Lives Matter happening, 
I think there's actually uh, hope in that, in that that um, beca- maybe because of the pandemic, it helps us focus on this this issue of racism mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. It it magnifies it um, to the point where we have to comment or we have to confront it. Mm-hmm. We have to face it. <clears throat> At least, or or that the more people will have to face it. Right. I mean, if you're if you're a poor boy, probably not. But. And as somebody who is black, who was on the other side of that, you know, it was very kind of awkward to have my friends call me and tell me, you know, that they're listening and that they love me and that they wanted to t- let me know they've never been racist, you know, or thought, <laughs> you know, wanted to make sure if they, if some of them asked if there was ever a time that they, that I... And, you know, all my Someone asked you there's ever a time that what? If I if there was if the, I've ever or if they've ever made me feel, you know, like they were being racist or whatever. And so always answer yes. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. Just play it safe. You know, and No, like, there was this one time I thought you were like mega racist. While it was very awkward in certain ways, it was very sweet and touching to know mm. that. And that was the hope out of that. Yeah. Because we've I'm used to people looking at me a certain way when I go into a store. Or, you know, like people saying certain things about how I talk or how I look or how my hair is. You know what I'm saying? You get used to it. So when people are like drawing attention to it, it, it kind of feels weird. But some people love that. Some people, some of my friends are like, yeah, you know, I'm just like more. I just don't like attention on me. Mm, yeah. But, you know, it was very sweet. And that there was that was the hopeful part in that aspect. And living where we do, where mm. there's still people marching every day for racial equality, that gives me hope, you know. I think also um, brought to light, like, I think this realization that people have been complaining about this for a long time. Like, they, they, you know, like, it has been going on consistently, this issue of racism. In the United States, mm-hmm. and like um, since the beginning, and it's like it was founded. This country is founded on racism, and it's like these people that were voicing it and stuff. We didn't either hear it, or it just never made the news. It never made like it never it never peaked, and now there was no way around it. You had to talk about it, mm-hmm. and I think it was great. I think it's like I'm not not that the, the right. you know the, the people had to die for it. it goes without saying, love. but just that just that you know that like it was it was an opportunity to face the, the things that are past and, and to um, come to this realization of like, you know what, we have a lot of work to do still, you know? Right. Um, I think it's, I mean, like, you know, I hate me to say it. So I think that's a, um, that's something everyone, not just about racism, but everyone should take it at some point in their life. It hits them with like, oh, you know what, there's parts of my life that are not, as good as they should be that I'm not as ideal as I, as I wish I was or claim to be like there's certain parts where in times in your life you realize like you know what this is a big fault and I should really like talk about this and that's just like racism is a huge one you know like like for me like I think like you know sometimes I go oh you know what you know what I'm not as healthy as I probably should be. I should probably mm-hmm. think about my health or something like that. Well, and that was the other thing that I was going to bring up. That I think there's actually a more tangible side to hope too for me during this pandemic. Is like at the beginning of it, I was well. It was summer and nicer, or you know, spring and summer. So I was walking every day, you know, and 
getting out in the fresh air and the exercise and all the endorphins and all that, you know. The fresh air in the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, you know, nobody was out. Sure. And I like that really helps me stay in a good mindset is when I'm out exercising or when I do some kind of movement. Mm-hmm. When I'm inside laying, binge watching Great British Bake Off or whatever it is, you know, I start to lose hope. <laughs> like, you know, like it, if I'm not, it's like when I'm out, like that's how I can actually stay. Does that make sense? Do you no, know what I, I mean? No, like you're talking about like getting out, being active. Yeah, being active makes me start looking towards the future. Like when I'm on my walks, I'm thinking about what do I want to do? What do I want to like achieve? Like what is, you know, what are these goals I want? You know, I like that's one of my, one of my top five strengths. You know, futurism. I'm always looking into the future. Like, what can I do next? You know? So, I mean, like... um, Maybe I should... I'm sorry to interrupt. Maybe I should explain Mm. top five strengths. It was a thing we do with strength finders. I don't know. Sure. You want to explain that? It's just a thing we do at church. No one knows what that means. Slash work. Actually, people do it in the business world, too. Sure. It's a do you thing. want to explain you what do. it is? You're, you're better at that. Why am I explaining it? Okay, so strength finders basically just like personality kind of things, but like traits that you that are your personal strengths. Right, right. You do this thing, you read this it, book, you take a test. It's a personality test, but it's a legit and you find your first, And you find your top five strengths. Um, but it's legit. It, oh, wow. Yeah. You came around. But it's not like the other ones. No, I was I was in it from the, no, you the weren't. minute. From no, you the weren't. Beginning. No, was, you weren't. Once I got mine, I'm like, yeah, though that's me. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. When I okay, um, uh, you were man. gonna say something really serious and thoughtful because you were doing that <laughs> thing with your hands. No, I can't you remember what it was. Together, and then you go to adjust oh, your glasses. Oh, where was I? I then you cry out, and then you put your hands hops. on your face, on your cheekbones. <laughs> mm. There it is. Nope, it's gone. Oh. Um, just the Okay, so like when just around the time that we were shut down and sent home was like the same week. I think it was the same week. I started doing the the diet, the um what's keto. keto. Mm-hmm. Um and that kind of helped me focus, you know, like you said, like you 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 got op- opportunities to go out and like we, we did a lot more walking, we did a lot more outside things. Also, we ate healthier. Obviously. I mean, I'm looking well, at you. the positive side of this thing is that, um, yeah, we, I ate healthier. You ate healthier. Uh, yeah, I say healthier because I highlighted that because I usually don't eat healthy. Um, but also, like, here's the thing: you like, like, I'm gonna silver line this sucker uh, with COVID. A lot of things is like, oh, we're stuck, we're inside, we're blah, blah, blah. But it's not, I think part of the thing is people don't look at is this is a once, you know, literally a once in a lifetime thing that has happened to us. Where, where a virus comes and, and to the point where it's so strong that we are asked to shut down and, and our lifestyles are changed. Um, for, and for me, that pushed me in, uh, in, like I said, like there's the diet thing, but also uh, for any one of us, all those who are out there who have kids, like we have kids, is it's it 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 erases that that barrier of of um, distance or like this like not spending time with our family because you're stuck inside a house with your family, whether you like it or not. Um, for some people, they may not like that, and I think part of the thing is though for for me at least, it was like an opportunity to like. You know what? Like, I don't spend enough time with my my family. I don't spend enough 
time with my kids that I've always like I've always wanted to spend more time with the kids and here it is um, granted like I'm also working from home and it's crazy and all stuff like that but the the thing I was thinking about was and I, I keep trying to, I, I, I try to challenge people with this as well and I don't, I'm not sure how successful I am at this but with this whole COVID thing and social distancing and being locked in down and all, all these limitations it, sometimes you kind of look at the limitation and see what the opportunity is and an opportunity is like what is like what is God trying to communicate to this not that he caught like this is um, he, he's mad at us and he's and he's, and he's cursing us the, the plague that's not that at all but like in a situation like what are the what is how do we find hope in this how do we find this opportunity and I think um, being locked down has shown me at least all the things in my life that um, didn't have meaning that I gave so much time and effort to that did not have meaning and did not, was not fruitful and did not was li- not life giving and then maybe focus on things that what really matters like what what was life giving like what was the whole point um, especially like someone who works from home now um, it's having two kids and all that stuff like I think part of the thing is like this I, mean, I would say in general it's a it's, it's like a it's like the world is saying you know what what take a time out you know take a pause like we like there's um i think everyone when it happens a lot of people are like how do i get around this how do i get to work how am i gonna do this how am i gonna like how do i get back to normal and the thing is like sometimes it's just like what if normal wasn't the goal anymore you know what i'm saying like what if it's just like all the things that normal encompassed there were a lot of faults in those, you know, there's a lot of things that weren't working. And now we get to go like, okay, what works now and what doesn't work, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, except I don't think that the world gave us COVID. I don't like that because that sounds, oh, you know, I'm sorry. like no. some sort of weird, like, universe I just meant the world thing. was dealing with COVID, so I meant. Yeah, I, you know, like I think that now it's like a perspective change, you know, like... Now that our kids are home all the time, which I like, you know, I hated sending mine to school every day to be in that, you know, workhouse, you know, workhouse. What do I'm you just sound saying, like some sort of... I'm just saying like, he's just a they baby. They weren't making like he's sick. In he's a little, his little backpack almost touched the ground. It was unconscionable to have to send him every day to that factory. Wow, that saying. sweatshop. <laughs> Called school. school. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. What's it? That you work at. I'm gonna say this: that his school is amazing. His teachers are amazing, and I love everybody there. Mm. So, not everybody. It's a good I'm not. I'm gonna be on. Not everybody. Wow. I'm just gonna say we can't love everybody. <laughs> we are not God. I'm gonna take this time and say I don't like everyone. <laughs> um, anyway. and here's people I don't like. Anyway, so yeah, now that they're home, it's like. Like I thought about, well, like for example, I thought about the his uh, his uh, first field trip, his kindergarten oh, he missed field, the field trip, trip yeah. to the zoo, and I was signed up to we signed up to chaperone. I was like, you know, like that's a really fun memory, like a fun memories I have are of those kinds of things, field trips to school and stuff that he missed out on, and I'm like, oh, that sucks. But then I'm like, well. But he's home, and we get to, he's hanging out with his brother more. And they're just like becoming, I mean, they've always been best friends, but I mean, they're just so in sync with each other. I think it has created an opportunity for them to connect 
and their cousins as well and mm. just like even us like doing more things together family things when we go out you know gave us the opportunity to travel during a school week you know what i mean when we went to the lake house or whatever we brought school with us like we were actually gonna open that computer but still i did wow we didn't do anything on it we went when, when we went to the lake house for sebastian i mean for school sebastian. for school <sighs> Do you just close your ears until it's your <laughs> turn to talk again? Mostly. Is that what happened? Did you even hear what I was saying? Oh my gosh, I think you're right. Um, no. I was saying because we brought Sebastian's school with him to the lake oh. house when we went. Oh, I see. I see. Because we wouldn't be able, we, if he was in actual His school, work school we wouldn't stuff. be able. It's afforded gotcha. us the opportunities gotcha. to do things that we wouldn't normally do. And so. In that aspect, it's been great. You know, I'm really getting tired of masks. You know, like I love wearing masks. I'm getting tired of all the things around masks and people. Just I, I want to have masks. Masks. I want my whole face out. I, I, you know what? But on the other hand, I'm cool with not having droplets of other people's. (laughs) So there's that because because I have not been sick. Since, like, last December. Not once. Does that mean, like, you have a horrible immune system now? Basically, your immune system was like, I don't know what's going to happen, but, I mean, the the wind's going to blow and I'm going to die. The next time I get sick, it's like typhoid. (laughs) Or something. Reminder, we also need to get our flu shots. And see, and then I was thinking, but do we? No, yes. But here's why. Here's my thinking. Oh, jeez. And I am all for vaccines. Let's not let's not get that wrong. But I hate I shots. Like we are getting so it wrong. I'm going to talk myself out of one every time I can. And here's a legitimate time. If is it? If, is it a legitimate if, time? If, I mean, here's a legitimate point. If we're not getting sick, even colds, then why are we going to get the flu? We rarely get the flu. And I've gotten the flu once in That's my a life. Weird, it's a weird angle to look at it. On our Here's honeymoon. another one. It was on our honeymoon. The one time in my life I got the flu. It was the one time. I also got sick. On our honeymoon. And Ryan absolutely didn't get sick. That's another story for another day. Along with the mother-in-law episode. Anyway, I'm going to start keeping the list. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> if I'm not getting sick with even colds, mm-hmm. I'm most likely not going to get sick with the flu. No, that's so not true. let me just avoid that needle in my arm altogether. That's not true. You want to take a flu shot because to, to, even if it's a small percentage of chance it helps you not get the flu, it means that it's, it's affecting a large scale that you're not going to have to go. The more you're less likely to have to go to the hospital. More people are less likely to go to the hospital because those hospitals are going to be filled with people who actually have COVID or have Fine. other serious um, well, things, operations like and stuff that, that we, you know. Fine, then fine. Here's, so here's a silver lining. So here's the thing about COVID is, and this is coming from a Christian perspective, is COVID has forced us, sorry, COVID has forced us to realize that we are not living on this planet by ourselves, that we have to think about others, that we have to think about our neighbors. We can't just go, oh, well, I don't believe in it, so I don't care. Or um, I don't want a mask because it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, but the thing is, you wear a mask not for your sake, not for your selfish sake, but because you want to wear a mask because you don't want an uh, off chance that you are sick and you don't want to pass it on to someone else. Right. It's about not being individualistic. Yes. Anyway, so, yeah, I mean, are we hopeful right now in our current 
county numbers going up. Nah. Nah. Um, what uh, are we hopeful for, though? What What brings you hope? What What are we, What are things in your life that bring lately? Like this brings me hope. Hmm. Can I get a minute? Nah. Let's All right, see. let me think. So, I mean, like I said, like, part of the thing is finding the silver lining things. You know, like finding what. Oh, I know one. Oh, okay. Christmas. Christmas brings you hope? It always does. But you realize you're not going to have family over. That's even better. No, I'm just kidding. Well, well, it's the same family we always have over, so. Mm. so Nothing much has changed there. I mean... Hope, would you say that hope is defined by, you, you can't, do you count hope if you don't, like, so in other words, if, can you be hopeful if there's not something to overcome it? Like, like, there's not something to, can you have hope if there's not something um, against to, it? To overcome. Mm. Like, he's, I'm hopeful, but everything's going my way. Or is it hopeful, you're no. hopeful only when things are really, really bad and it looks grim, grim and it looks like you have no chance. What's this? What are you doing? You keep hitting the table. I'm sorry. Like, do you not know anything about recording stuff? You don't want I do to know a little hit bit. stuff in the background. You're rude. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to help you out. I just hope it's I'm not editing talking. this. I'm not doing this. You know, that's you, but I'm, I'm not just trying to help you out. I'm just trying to say. Okay. Well, so like, I think so. If hope only is um, considered when you're in a situation that is. Rather hopeless or less hopeless? Yeah, I would say. Right? Almost certainly. So, like, in the situation where you're in dire need, what brings you hope? I would mm. say faith is, it comes into play. I would say, like, ideally faith would come into play, people, but a lot of people it doesn't. A lot of people go, I know. You know, like, I, I, you know, like, like, it's like, I thought I was religious and like stuff like but like when when things start happening people start dying people like or what about really, for people who aren't religious they're not going to say faith it makes them hopeful it's interesting what would you say makes them hopeful i think hopeful is a feeling that comes from within oh no, wow I sound like i'm on sesame street or like sesame street or something something i can't decide it's or it's something magical it might be that one probably that Something magical like yeah, what? Yeah, like Elvish or some shit like that. Wow. Anyway, what I'm saying is, for other people, it may not be the, you know, like it may not be. That's like the third time I've said that. No. Yes. And that's how we got our explicit rating. <laughs> Babe, Let gotta, the record show it was not for me. I gotta be me. <laughs> what? It's that's, my mom's favorite cuss word, okay? That's her it's, favorite it's, cuss word? Yeah, and it's just a little one, a bitty it's one. It's a little one. It's a bitty it's one. A little it's bitty, a little bitty, a little itty bitty. It's like a, it's like a bud. It's, a, children, it's a little one. It's like it's a What children are listening to this podcast, I think? I don't know. Um, well, first of all, nobody is, so we can say whatever we want. That's not how that works. <laughs> that's not how that works at all. <laughs> but maybe it should be. No, that's absolutely not how it should be. We So... Maybe that's the problem with society. Wow, we're getting really deep and going nowhere, though. No, but it's true. <laughs> Maybe it's the problem with society that we all think we have to be a certain way and look a certain way and wow. do the right thing. 
and we ended Listen, up can you stop doing your art school presentation? Like, <laughs> I'm not a teacher. You're not trying to give me all the guff. Like, here's why this is my... This is why I didn't do my assignment. Because, you know what? I'm fine the establishment. Assignments don't matter. That assignment does not give me value. Freedom. Some assignments gives me value. Yeah, but see, your arguments there didn't say any reason why. You're just saying I statements freedom. about the same thing. That's what you just said. But how do you gain the freedom by not doing freedom. assignments? Tell me why. It's free. in the why that gets them to change their minds. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, laughing at my own jokes is one of my favorite things. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's one of our favorite things. Oh, you too. You like doing that? Laughing my jokes? Yeah. Don't no. you love when you I don't do... laugh at my jokes. I laugh at how stupid I come off sometimes. Oh. You know? That's sad. What a downer. It's not really a downer. Like when no? you like when you say something like, Ugh, that was ridiculous. I hate that. Or like when you like like when my when my voice cracks and I'm like forty, you know, almost. Oh no. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I took us way half. Well like hope okay, so hope is a important to have it's important to um hope's great i'm just saying oh we were talking about for people who don't i think hope is something that everybody you know when you're down you have to have something maybe you're maybe i don't know what it is it's called hope that's what it's called no but yeah there's something that you have to yeah like if you, you got if you're to not have religious... it it's like air <laughs> wow it. it got really metaphysical there this is deep this is a deep cut i think like like if you're not really just like the, um, you can just have like it's a generalization of hope like like you are optimistic mm-hmm. I'd say you could have straight hope Can't, like like okay. straight up hope I don't know let me think about that let me think about that mm-hmm. what, give me a situation that doesn't involve religion almost all of them that where someone's in a situation and they wouldn't need hope everyone the hope is I mean like okay you're, I was trying to think of large, like large. Your, your house instances. burned down, and you can't find your cat, and you hope <laughs> you I hope have a cat that they're not dead. Okay, sure. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's that's like more of like a. So what's okay? Here's a good question: What's the difference between hope and um, desperation? I think hope is the positive side of desperation. Hmm. But so so. Would you say that at some point, um, would all, everything's like up in the air and you have no control, all everything's taken out of your hands, that all you have is hope? Right. I hope this podcast is successful because this is all out of my hands. (laughs) 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 Okay, well, I think now's a good of time good is time good, good is time. time good it is as good a time as any it's as it's as <laughs> good as <laughs> clearly you can tell your glass is empty <laughs> i still have a little stash it's oh no i don't that. oh what's going on i've always had trouble with that what line. as good as time as any it's as good as time as there's way too many words in that tiny little sentence i hope this podcast goes somewhere and it's fun yeah there. 
I help. just like hanging out with you and talking to you. Yeah, it's fun. It's better than just watching a show because that's what we always do. We're gonna, and to be honest, we're gonna watch a show after this anyway. And I'm so excited. I'm excited to watch some TV. But you know what though? Part of the thing is like you and I are both like have this like creative side to us. There's a part of us that's calling us to do something. Yes, you know? especially during COVID. What do you call that? But like, here's the thing. So you and I are both what we say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not PC. Okay, hold on. Think about this. Basically, the the year that but as artistic people like you know, like it is it is called to be creative. But people who aren't artistic are still called to do stuff. Like right. Called. They they feel like an impression. Do like people do stuff who aren't aren't you would say you wouldn't label artistic, but they still go out and do it. Right. Yeah. Depending on whatever it is, okay. I'd say that's called. Um, there's a top five Motivation? strengths for that. What's it called? Self-motivated? It's called something. What? One of the top five strengths for that. We like a do doer. stuff. You do stuff. We don't do yeah. stuff. Oh, we're doing this. Oh, okay. Good night. Good night. And good luck. Thank you. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. Hope. Hope. Hope you make it. <laughs> Hope it's okay. Hope it all works out. Hope this isn't the last thing that people hear. Hope your day is great tomorrow. Ooh. Hope you smell something fantastic right now. Mmm, smells are nice. Smells are nice, yeah. Okay. See, you don't think about that. You were thinking, what, what could be? It smells. Yeah.